You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Only positive critiques. Honest. Various artists. The next exhibition at the Studio 122 pop-up on Kalangahape Road is opening next week, containing 24 portraits of local artists who they themselves have created other portraits of artists in the exhibition in a wonderful artsy cycle. The exhibition was curated by Lindsay Horn, who also has a portrait she created and a portrait of herself featured in the exhibition. You get the idea. I had a chat with Lindsay as well as other featured artists, Richie Adamson and Hugo Van Dorsa, about their portraits. If you happen to be into Wanganui Atara, you can see the pieces now at 26 Gallery, but you're probably in Auckland. So if you're up here in Tamaki, you can head over to the opening night next Wednesday, the 10th of May. Here's my chat with Lindsay, Hugo and Richie now. Kia ora, I'm Lindsay and uh, Lindsay Hall. So I'm a, the curator of it, but I'm also an exhibiting artist um, in the exhibition as well. I'm Hugo Van Dorsa, and when Lindsay asked me to be a part of it, it was yeah an awesome opportunity to meet new people and have different people view you know, an aspect of my work. Hello, I'm Richie Adamson. Done portraits for a while, but then I left them alone because I moved on to some sort of abstract landscape stuff. Um, so I was working on that for a very long time and thought that I'd never do portraits again. And then Lindsay asked me, so I was like, I may as well. But it's been lots of fun doing it again. And I'm very grateful that Lindsay asked me. Very really cool. grateful that Richie came out of portrait retirement for us. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So Lindsay, where did the idea for uh, Artists on Artists come from when you brought it about last year? I was listening to an interview um, with Professor Leonard Bell and he curated an exhibition of Marty Friedlander's work and she is a really exceptional photographer um, who sadly passed away now, but she, not like exclusively, but she mainly photographed sub or artists and like, especially like in their studios. And so you'd see these amazing portraits of like Ralph Hotedi, like in his studio and like these amazing artists from Aotearoa. And I was listening to this and I was like, oh, artists would just make fantastic subjects. Like you don't often, obviously you see their work, but you don't always get to see them in the frame. Um, but it was like lockdown and I was like a bit loath to do a full um, solo show. So I was like, oh, it'd be much better to like work with the artists. And that's kind of when it all clicked. I was like, oh, the artists could then paint each other and it would be like far more collaborative. And um, yeah, so that's kind of where the idea came from. And for me, it's just like a really amazing excuse to like hit up all these artists whose work I love. And like now I just get a chance to like hang out with them and um, do a group show with them. So for me, um, it's definitely like the collaboration and then shining a bit of a light on the artists themselves and putting them in the frame. Was this the first time that you'd worked in a curatorial role? Or I don't know if curatorial is a word, but a curator's role? A shoulder tapping role. Um, yeah, it was actually. Yeah, so um, I do my best to just like keep an eye out on who's kind of creating what kind of portraits. Um, and not just like painters, but photographers. And we're hoping to work with some sculptors and even some authors as well. So yeah, like this year and last year is the first time that we've kind of run it like that. But um, yeah, it's been a really um, interesting experience um, kind of managing a show like that. And I, I definitely try to do my best to get a really diverse mix of artists, not only just in terms of like demographics, but also like diverse mediums and a mix of both emerging and established artists. Yeah, and why have you decided to bring this exhibition back for a second year? 
Oh, it's just so repeatable, you know, like it's such a repeatable format and there's so many talented artists as well. So I feel like we're never going to run out of amazing portrait artists here in Aotearoa. So it's just another excuse to showcase their work. This is the first time we've had it in, um, in Te Whanganui Atara and down here in Wellington as well. So it's been a really great chance to work with some Wellington-based artists as well. It sounds strange, but not a lot of portrait artists have actually like had their portrait done of them. So it's also a really nice chance to give the artists an opportunity to be on the receiving end of that. And it's um, it, it's really interesting, but it can also be a bit of like a an empathy experience. Like it's quite confronting having your portrait done. It's nice to kind of give them that opportunity. I hope it's a, like a nice experience. I think for a lot of them it really is. But yeah, it definitely is. It's an experience having your portrait done. Yeah. So I guess we should sort of go around the block and talk to each of you about what it's been like doing portraits and having a portrait taken of yourself. I reckon if we start with Richie, what into what went into your portrait of Samson Dell? Had you met them before? No, the I hadn't met Samson before. Um, I knew of Samson because I did my because I did my masters at Massey, and Samson just graduated from undergrad at Massey. Um, their photography is amazing. Really love it. So when I met Samson, I was a bit worried because Samson's work is very quiet and very peaceful and very intimate and black and white photography um, predominantly. So I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> my work's quite, can be quite colourful. And like the, the poses that I get people to do are very stoic. But it wasn't very Samson's vibe, I didn't think. So I asked Samson about it. And Samson was totally on board with anything that I wanted to do, which is great. And I think most artists probably would do that for each other, being artists. But I got to a point where I wanted to paint Samson completely in pink. <laughs> and Samson never wears pink either. So I was like, oh, sorry, is pink all right? And Samson was like, actually, a photographer photographed me fully in pink once before. And I was like, oh, great. We, even though Samson's a photographer and I'm a painter, um, our practices overlapped a little bit in the way that we approach the subject, which is quite neat because I always thought photography was quite foreign to painting, but it's, it's not. <laughs> um, maybe because we're both um, queer artists, I think the overlap was probably stronger than most other cases. So that was quite cool to find that out. And I have a huge appreciate, more of a pre an appreciation for Samson's work now that I've worked with them. And then what's that been like in reverse, having Pam Brabant make a portrait of you? Do you feel like it's been the same sort of interaction that you've held with Samson, but vice versa? Or has it been of a bit of a different dynamic on your end? Yeah, I think it was um, a similar situation. Um, I'm very okay with anyone doing anything, so that's totally fine. Um, and Pam's a very quirky, quirky artist with her, her work, and I was very happy that she got paired with me because I've been a fan of her phrases and I didn't know what she was going to do. And then, um, I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but she first asked if, if I could be naked for the, for the portrait. And I was like, oh, naked. <laughs> Cause her work is very much that. Um, she does like really fine detail line work of these um, very much caricatures of people, but they're really beautifully done. Um, and a lot of her work is like a lot of play in it. Um, like once she painted a, uh, drew a, a woman on a one of those reclining couches couches with a dog's head on and like in a bikini or something um really quirky work so i was like obviously you're gonna ask me if i was gonna be naked <laughs> but i um, couldn't bring myself to it but then after she did the portrait i was like oh maybe i should have done <laughs> naked that would have been more fun 
but it's funny anyway yeah it's a really cute portrait anyway and then hugo we've also got um your portrait of being a queen here which is definitely getting more into the abstract side of things um what went into this portrait for you so in in the past i've never actually done a specific portrait of anybody so when Lindsay asked me about this. I was slightly nervous and also excited for the challenge to do that because you know, painting, painting a portrait or doing a portrait of somebody is nerve-wracking in the sense that they have an idea of themselves and you don't want to sort of disrespect um, the person that you're uh, doing the portrait of and feel uh, you know, uncomfortable in terms of how you portray them. So I was trying to because. Uh, most of my face, facial paintings look quite either sad or like very like distressed. Talking to Billy, he didn't shed too much light on himself, and that was okay because I wanted to approach it as more of like the idea of him, or like the it's the concept of who he is using sort of um, the styles that I tend to paint with and he gave me like five different things he said my favorite colors are slate green and pastel pink he then sent me a photo of himself that was so blurry from like a night where he'd gone to a concert at the town hall in Auckland and it was like seriously low res but I was instead of um, instead of sending getting him to send me a good one I was kind of like I'll, I'll, I'll work you're portraying it surprisingly accurately yeah <laughs> but then for me just scrolling through his Instagram and like screenshotting videos when he's been like videoing himself in the car to get his glasses and then sort of started and got halfway through it and then I kind of was like oh what's the next step so went away and just thought about it for a while and he um one of the parts of his practice is doing woodcut prints which is in a very different style he does these little funny like character faces and stuff and he's got these two different styles going on from the more painterly oil paintings that he does you know i was thinking about the woodcut thing and how that worked so i decided to to use a bit of collage by me actually cutting stuff out in contrast you kind of see the portrait that was taken of you by vanessa green and kieran Lowe, which is uh incredibly incredibly different um how does it sort of feel to have their portrait of you which for the listeners at home uh i guess you describe as just a very cool looking black and white photograph taken um which is in contrast to hugo's portrait of billy mcqueen which is amazing and bonkers um how does it feel sort of like having yourself portrayed in quite a different way to you portraying other people i i enjoyed it i really enjoy it and like a um casa and the cubist movement a huge influence on me and a lot of those older artists from the you know 1920s 30s when you see photos of them predominantly they're black and white and everyone is looking so serious i i think that's brilliant because when these people use a color and they're doing wild stuff and then didn't even say that to karen and vanessa but i quite enjoy that and i'm normally a reasonably cam camera shy person 
so the fact that they didn't really want me to be smiling was good because they're wet plate photographers which is like a really old technique from the 1800s and so they have to like develop it there on site and it's like a quite a special technique eh, if you go and then (laughs) um lindsay i guess to close out what's gone into your portrait of uh Clark, Railworth, um, especially having this portrait within an uh, exhibition that you yourself curated. Yeah, it's interesting. So I, yeah, I painted Clark and Clark is like technically an, a really amazing oil painter um, who then also painted Jessica Guernsey, who then painted Pam. So we're like a lineup of painters in the kind of um, chain link of artists. And it's quite nerve wracking creating work of someone who knows your medium really well because you they just know all of the ins and outs, especially because Clark is technically like very, very good. So I was quite nervous um, painting Clark, especially because my style's like quite messy and a bit all over the shop compared to to his so I was like quite nervous about it but he was so he was so gracious about it and similar to what Richie was saying um in that you know all of the artists kind of get get free reign or like definitely get the creative direction that they want to go in like it's not a commission it's not set up as commissions you know like it's people are there to create their artwork and so yeah he was he was really good about it and um so I, I paint off photographs so we um took a whole a whole lot of photographs of that but try my best to like um capture him through the kind of like color considerations and some of the poses yeah and then when it goes into the portrait of yourself by Marcel Karma, how has that experience for you? It's kind of interesting the how blue this one is compared to how pink your portrait of Clark was. Yeah, it was so interesting. And yeah, for the listeners, like I'm quite like, I'm blonde and I'm kind of like got a bit of a tan. So for me, like a, a blue portrait of me, it's just not a color that I would ever recognize with myself. And so it was so fascinating. And that's, I guess, the whole point of this is that you see yourself in a different kind of way. and. It was really interesting because Marcel like shared with me his kind of like his, he he talked me through his process and what kind of images he needed. And he also sent me like all of his like reference artists and who kind of inspires him so that I could get him the right kind of photo because he also works of photographs, but he was in the South Island at the time. So I needed to provide him with the photo. And for me, that was just like fascinating, like kind of seeing his process and what he needed and who kind of inspires him. So I really, yeah, I really enjoyed that um, that aspect of it. That was Lindsay Horn, Richie Adamson, and Hugh. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.